Have you ever heard the uh, expression, um, someone looking like death warmed over? No. Oh, you haven't? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, that's how I look <laughs> and feel. <laughs> What's causing that? I'm so tired. I'm going to yawn now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. I, uh, um, I'm I'm coming off of uh, a, a trip to Atlanta. Yeah, so you were traveling a bit. Yeah, well, I just went to Atlanta and back. I did a few shows. Um, cool. So that was nice. Um, but I did not sleep in between uh, many of those shows. Okay, um, respect. <laughs> no, don't respect that. <laughs> Everyone, don't respect the person who's like, I barely got any sleep. That person's insane and will probably steal something from you. <laughs> don't respect it. So I'm ju- I just got back today, this morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you know that flights could leave early? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, maybe I should phrase it differently. Did you know that a flight that's scheduled for 6 a.m. can leave early? Oh, wow. Okay. What's the rush? It was, yeah. I My flight was scheduled to leave at 6. I had to return a rental car, and uh, it was a, a, a precarious time because I needed to be there in time for a boarding at like say 5 30 or a.m or something like that but um the rental car place is not 24 hours anymore there's no such thing as a 24-hour store um (laughs) really uh right now i guess because of covid but um so rental the, the rental car place wasn't but there may have been a place i could drop it off and i wasn't sure exactly how that was going to work so I didn't know how open the airport would be. There's a lot that made it a little bit of a time crunch at six o'clock. Um, and then right after I dropped off the car, my boarding pass changed and said, oh, no, we're actually leaving now at 550. And I'm like, you can't do that. Yo. What are you talking about? So boarding has been pushed up to like 515. And when I got this, it was four. 49 or something like that and the atlanta airport has um they don't do uh security at each terminal well they only have like two big terminals um and then you get to the various gates or whatever um but they don't do them like at each gate uh so there's just everybody goes through the same security at once and then you disperse to a b c d whatever right 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 yeah so um i guess the tsa doesn't know that you can have flights leave early either they had like three windows open for a smooth 400 people four or 500 people <laughs> okay <laughs> and yeah that's stress and i mean a woman was cursing at a man for looking at her wrong like literally like look at me one more time motherfucker see if i don't cut you someone don't feel like flying today no reason <laughs> no reason 
Um, yeah, ATL is dope. Eight, no, that's not dope. <laughs> that's stupid. Shut up. It's not six o'clock yet. It's not five o'clock yet. We don't want to be here either, but bitch, I need you to keep it down. <laughs> and then, um, so there are only three windows, TSA windows open where they check your, you know, boarding pass and ID and everything. And one of them had a guy who literally was having people like, you know, now they'll look at your ID and they ask you to pull down your mask so they can compare the face. This guy had people looking to the side. Like, I'm like, this isn't, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you being thorough? Yeah, I, I need the crew that lets you go through with a six ounce container of lotion. I need those people out here today. <laughs> the head nod check. Yeah, just the, yeah, you, 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 good. you good. Like, he was, and so, like, at some point, um, uh, I, you know, someone came up to his his window and uh, was, I guess he had said or did something, and she wasn't sure if she was next, and she was like, well, I wasn't sure if I was next because I, I couldn't hear you, and he's like, well, you don't have to be next. I could just get, I'm like, why does everybody have an attitude? <laughs> Wait till we get inside. Pick your fights then. <laughs> and this is again. Oh, on, this is again on no sleep. This is for me on on like two to two or three days of no sleep. And uh, 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 and I, when I ran to the plane and was just like, "Y'all leave early, huh?" That's some bullshit. That's what I said to the guy, <laughs> the boarding agent. I was like, "Who leaves early?" <laughs> it's not even six you're already first <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean oh, when we landed in new york there were people you know at LaGuardia who were looking like oh boy catching the first flight out and i'm like we're landing <laughs> so <laughs> stop it pity for you yeah oh boy it was and then there was a woman in my seat and she thought it was row 13 and it wasn't, it was row 14. And she just pretended to not understand English. And I was just like, yeah, no, nah, but you're in my seat though. And, um, <laughs> and her seat would have been a row ahead of mine, which was the exit row. And the guy, the, uh, flight attendant was like, well, do you want to, you can just sit in 13 if you want. And I was like, ah, actually I don't like no offense, but I don't want the exit row. And he was like, you don't want to sit in the exit row. And I'm like, I do not. <laughs> because, why, why, why you're not pro exit row? Look, I'm exhausted. I'm not helping anybody this morning. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> if we're going but like if the plane goes down, I, like I may be asleep. If the, if the plane goes down, I may be asleep. But you get the leg room. You can sleep. Nah, I don't. I don't care about leg room. No, no, I'm not. I'm not six two, Gastor. I'm five five. <laughs> they were kind of no. built with me in mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And also, you may get the leg room, but in that particular exit row, you don't get the monitor in the seat in front of you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's an L. Yeah. So I was like, no, because I needed to listen to music coming through like one of their deep concentration smoothed out new age music things so that i wouldn't uh get all rocked by the turbulence of which there was a lot nah nah i hear you i hate i hate the i get mad at the music on on, air, on airplanes because it's like uh it's like rappers you almost heard of mm -hmm. you know like it'll be like 
um, slightly less than common sense. <laughs> like some shit like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they're like almost the dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, ASAP Sally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are these guys, you know? And they like kind of make the music, you know, like it's like boom bat, but not quite it. Like none of the drums kick. Right. You know? Like, yeah. all right, this is too jazzy. All right, this ain't what I wanted. Yeah, but, uh, uh, but I needed like that new age kind of um, seagulls in the background, okay. or or I don't know a bubbling a babbling brook or something. I needed something chill, so that. Would you be worried that that would feel like you're actually in the air? Um, like you'd be too aware. What if I had the music on or off? Like if you got seagulls. Oh no! Uh-uh, I'm always well, you're in yeah. the plane. I feel like that would be trippy. No, it's not trippy because you still. The thing that I think none of us are acknowledging about a plane is that everybody is, everyone's senses are heightened because we know we could die in a way that we don't think about in other things that we do. Like okay. driving, I don't think people think about how they could die because they think they're in control of the car. They're right, in control right. of the car, so they're like, I know what I'm doing here. I'm going to be good. Right, right. I get you. But up there, you're just like, wow, I feel us going fast, and I'm stomping on the floor as if I can hit my brakes because I feel like we're moving too fast, <laughs> but I can't because I'm in no control here, you know? And yeah. yeah, and and it's another. It's like we just we are able to suspend our our fear in a way when it's like on the train or, or the subway or um you know at least in a bus. It's like well, if something happens, I can kick one of these windows open and get to the to the street, right? You know what I mean? Right, like right. you you you'll see like the various exit ways, and you think you've got some sense of control, even though you kind of don't. But in in a plane, like yeah, no, it's over. Yeah, it's like we are truly in your hands. Please be awake. Please be sober. And and no matter how chill people are about it, you know, pulling out their laptops and typing or playing games or eating wings or whatever the fuck it is you're doing on a plane, <laughs> you still are extremely aware that you could die. And um, it's just a matter of how how much chill you have about it. And uh, so I, it doesn't really, I needed something that would be calm in a way so I could doze off because I'm not going into a deep sleep because I know I can die and that will always keep me up. So, so seagulls, fine. Frogs, you know, rainforest frogs, fine. It doesn't matter. It's all a ruse anyway. And I'm well aware of that. <laughs> well, uh, a couple things. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, one, um, I'd like to remind you that uh, I think it was a week ago you said, I'm going to try to be optimistic from now on. This is me um, being. <laughs> <laughs> Pessimistic. I think I am being pragmatic and I am noting something that we don't do, but I think we all feel that way. And so we make our moves to try and temper our fear. Now I dig that. Like, I don't think I, 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 I feel a hundred percent 
confident in saying that like nothing important has been done on an airplane when you pull out a laptop. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen anybody like, oh, I'm I'm so happy I solved that here. You you took it out to feel like you had something to do, right? Like, and you never do anything. I've, a distraction. I've seen so many people with a laptop with multiple spreadsheets open, and they're just looking out the window. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it should done be. Yeah, <laughs> I saw this dude. Like, yeah, I got to edit video. He ain't touch shit. Like, the video was on the same scene for three hours. <laughs> I was watching. Like, I was like, I was hyped. Like, oh, he's gonna do some shit. I'm asking questions about Final Cut. He ain't touched anything. He just kept staring at the same screen. And, I, and the reason I know is because it was like a, a swimsuit video. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was a, a little kid next to us. And I was like, yo, like, you just fucking up this kid's, like, situation. <laughs> you know, like, you should switch. At least, like, move one scene over. Right. Because I could see, like, the timeline. It was, like, scenes of the car and, like, a beach. Mm-hmm. But he just stayed on the titty scene. And I'm like, yo, like, that's not fair to this kid. You know, like, he's going to have questions. You ain't going to answer them. You ain't his parent. Right. But, you know, if you're going to do it, do the work and then keep it moving. Yeah. And he just stayed on the titty. He would leave it on the titty scene. He would go get go to the bathroom. And he just <laughs> left it up. Three hours we watched this joint. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm with you. People just put up distractions on the flight. Yeah, uh, no one's doing second anything. Second thing, uh-huh. Shia, uh, I know you're tired. Uh, you know, we could have recorded tomorrow. Eh, you know, like, no, you we, could, we couldn't have. <laughs> we couldn't have. Mm-mm. That's what That's what you hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, okay. Yeah. I mean, I just put it out there. You yeah, know I, mean? I know, but... We here now. We here. We here now. No, we we in it. Yeah. We in it. Saying, it was an option. <laughs> I know. You know. But I don't. I don't think it was just the way my schedule was looking. I was like, no, nah, I don't <laughs> think I can even do it tomorrow. Let's just because I still have like a show tonight. <laughs> okay. Okay. Respect. <laughs> so. Oh, you, yeah. So you just you just doing it to yourself. I I am. It's uh. It'll be like Thursday before I think I'll. I'll be able to like even myself out, but okay. the way it, it, the way it was like tomorrow, if we had tried to, if we had recorded tomorrow, I would have left our recording and then I would have gone to my class, which is two okay. hours of me, you know, talking. And so right, right. I would have for sure, um, been brain dead. So I have to, I can't do, I, it's a thing that I learned from when I first, uh, when I first started teaching class, which at that time was zoom. And one of the days was, uh, the day that we record. So we would record and talk for a couple of hours. And then I had, um, you know, like two hours or so to like eat and try to be a person and figure out what I was going to tell these folks who wanted to learn comedy. Uh, and then we'd be on Zoom for two and a half hours. <laughs> so No doubt. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I don't know if I can record and do a class on the same day because um, my body feels it. Teaching is very draining. It is. It is. So. Um, yeah, no. Um, I got respect for teachers. Yeah, absolutely. Um but yeah, so so this is fine. I mean, honestly, since uh, I, I once I got back from the um, airport in a lift that my man, look, <laughs> okay, 
I know we've been doing what we can to deal with COVID, especially our, our drivers, especially our rideshare drivers who don't yeah. have like official um, taxi cabs, right? They're right, just right. tricking out Camrys all over the city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, some people have managed to get like hard plastic and or, or plexiglass or, or something. And then some people got like a very heavy kind of vinyl or something to put up between their front seat and the back seat. Yeah. And as a passenger, you do what you can. You sit diagonal from the driver's seat so that you're not right behind them. And you know what I mean? You try to keep some sort of distance. You open your windows, blah, blah, blah. And then some people are, you know, they may not be able to get the best quality stuff, but they're trying. This dude pulled up and I was like, does he have a heating duck in his car? And what he had was um, uh, plastic of some sort taped up between hit the front seat and the back seat. Um, that definitely plastic had definitely seen better days. Perhaps um, dry cleaner bags that he had cut <laughs> to wow, put up. Okay, so I'm like, I mean, you know, whatever, upcycle, great. Um, <laughs> but in the corner on the side where the passengers sit, diagonal from the driver, there was yeah. a, a hole ripped, and there was a silver duct work, <laughs> a silver. <laughs> What? That I guess was coming from the dashboard, like the little heating vents. So it was attached to one of those vents and blowing whatever air. So you got some circulation. So we got some circulation, but then it had hanging in front of the opening of the of the duct, like um, various, like maybe dried flowers or something to give it like a lavender scent or okay i mean i understood dope, i understood what <laughs> what he was trying to do <laughs> right um but the visual effect of it definitely looked like he was driving around with hvac stuff in his car <laughs> um and, and, you know, look, I, I, I respect the hustle. I gave him a, a bigger tip for it because I was yeah. like, I have not seen this set up before. <laughs> um, so I'm going to throw you a couple extra ducats to see if maybe we could clean it up a little. But otherwise, <laughs> great. Um, I took a picture. I will. Uh, I'll send you the picture so that you can post it <laughs> so that people can Perfect. see. Because I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm going to have to capture this for sure. So, um <laughs> I mean, you know, not every not every project ends up the way you saw it on Etsy. <laughs> no, you absolutely. Know, like it, As it someone who is terrible at arts and crafts, I saw yeah. I saw the vision. Yeah. I saw what he was trying to do and I understood why it looked the way it looked because by the time you get to that part where you're putting the ductwork in and you're attaching dried flowers to make it smell nice, which I don't think was this guy's idea. That may have been a spouse's <laughs> idea. Um, he, I, I, It definitely will look like you just ripped the hole open with your teeth. Like I totally, because that's how mine would look. So I, yeah, I absolutely understood it. Um, but yeah. Oh, he trying though. He's trying. He is trying. So my, one of my uncles uh used to be a cab driver and like when COVID hit, he said, like, Oh, y'all miss us with the dividers, huh? <laughs> Cause he used to have right. the, like 
<laughs> yeah, he was so hyped about it. He's like, yo, back in my day, we knew about this. You know what I mean? We had those sliding windows dividing us. Y'all miss us now, huh? You know what I mean? I mean say what you will. Nobody had COVID in the 80s. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll say this. I um I had no problem with a divider in the cab. I I liked not speaking to him. I yeah, uh, I, I, was pro, I have pro I had absolutely no problem with it. Uh I mean, I guess my only problem with taxi cabs was when they wouldn't pick you up or <laughs> because you're a black person trying to hail them or when you said where you needed to go they were like no and drove away uh those were honestly my only issues with cabbies but otherwise a fine yeah, outstanding I, uh, no they're good people yeah. i knew i admittedly like i knew there needed to be a change when like Yellow cabs had those problems, mm-hmm. and then local cab services. Like, not only did you need to know the number of the cab service, you needed to know the number of a good cab driver right. at the service. Right. You'd call the service and be like, "Yo, but only send me number 14. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> like I don't trust some other dudes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, I tell you, people who do not live in New York, um, the trying to get a car before the ride share stuff really popped off the trying to get a car reliably yeah um as as a person of color um was uh, a real hoot it was a challenge <laughs> it was a challenge <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know that's how i used to make my first money shot like real real talk what first time you- i made real real money was as a as a stolen cab driver uh me and my boy jeff we used to steal uh his neighbor's uh cab because he had the 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 radio thing you know back then you had to like buy into like a local cab service right so you'd get like the little radio okay you pay like rent on it kind of thing oh so when he did his shift you know he was done for the day so we would borrow his car um and then we would drive around and whenever we heard they're on the radio like hey who wants to pick up this person we would just go there before the cab driver would get there and give that person a fit. <laughs> and they're like, yo, how come there's two of y'all in the car? Like, yo, we just we making sure we getting you places. <laughs> what? <You know? laughs> no, yeah. As a woman, there's no way in hell I'm getting into yo, a car that dope. I am not 100% sure I called for with two dudes in it. I'll just be late. But we had the radio. We looked official. Like, we had the little, we had a, a, the cab was tricked out like a cab. Right, you know, and we had the stickers. It was the real cab uh-huh. of that service. But two children clear. were pulling up, and exactly, <laughs> like two nineteen-year-old dudes with like four XL shirts. Yeah, like, Yo, why y'all out here? And mind you, like it was like we would still dress us, but like we like ironed, like we wanted to look as like as professional as possible. professional as we could. But in retrospect, like nobody should have gotten those cars. No, ever. no, not like, at that, all. That I was don't, desperation. I do not care that you ironed your, um, <laughs> fucking mega, your Mecca or your in, in or whatever it's called. I do not care. The amount of times that I said, yo, we got you. <laughs> oh man that was madness yo shots to jeff wherever you at homie uh, that, was, that was good times man <laughs> that's my dude oh my <laughs> let's gosh. get into the news okay <laughs> oh man yeah that was madness right there uh kicking it off mm-hmm. 
Speaking of madness, 500-pound bear, Hank the Tank, breaks into dozens of homes in California. That's right. Hank the Tank, a 500-pound bear from California, who has broken into many local residents, is having a hard time proving he's one of the good guys, huh? No, oh, is he? <laughs> Hank broke into uh, several homes in uh, Lake Tahoe uh, this past week after already being responsible for 150 calls and being at the other end of a six-month search by the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Well, I fish first. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird focus. Uh, these are neighborhoods. There's a lot of people around, traffic cars. So we had to do this in a way that is safe for both the public and the bear itself, said Fish and Wildlife spokesperson Peter uh, Tyra. Uh, this is severe. This is a severely food-habituated uh, bear. Uh, what that means is that this is a bear that has lost all fear of people and sees people in homes as a source of food. My God. <laughs> Friday's Catalina Drive. Bear home invasion is one of over two dozen break-ins by Hank since this summer. And this one, the giant bear broke a small window, squeezed inside before officers eventually arrived and lured him away from the home. As for Hank's future, while locals are torn on if the bear may have, may have to be killed, the Bear League is awaiting a response from Fish and Wildlife about potentially moving him to a sanctuary with a meeting in Tahoe Key scheduled for Wednesday to discuss what happens le- next. Did that? No, I, I don't think uh, they caught him. <laughs> no, I mean, this is from a couple of days ago, and I feel like just an hour or two ago on Twitter, I saw that he's still out here in the street, maybe, but I'm not no. I'm not sure. But here's here's basically <laughs> if I can make sure I recap. There's a five hundred pound bear that instead of going to sleep for the winter just started breaking into people's houses and eating their food. So he ain't scared of them no more. (laughs) So he ain't scared. This is what the next step was. If you know me, you know, I follow, follow (laughs) loose animals. And Hank is, Hank is what we should have been getting ready for this whole time. They've been trying to tell us these bears who have been hopping in and swimming in your pools. They've been trying to tell you. We ain't scared of you no more. <laughs> and Hank, Hank is 500 pounds. If you haven't seen a picture of Hank the Tank, look That's it a up. Big dude. He yeah. looks uncomfortable. <laughs> 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 he looks uncomfortable. <laughs> He's probably just trying to find a house with a Peloton at this point. <laughs> Or a rowing machine or something. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, my favorite part of this shot is that, like, the the fish and wildlife dude, when he's talking, mm-hmm. he sounds like he's pleading with the bear. Yeah, he is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> These are homes with people. <laughs> we'll like, give you logic. Hank the tank down. Hey, we'll give you whatever you want. Do you want jewels? We'll give you... <laughs> we'll give you girls. Whatever you want. <laughs> Prime He's parking spaces. Just please yeah. stop. <laughs> Let us be, okay? Yeah. These are neighborhoods. There's people around. Traffic cars. Yeah. Come on, Hank. Yeah. <laughs> Hank is truly. <laughs> Yo. 
He's lost. I love that. What this means is that the bear has lost all fear of people and sees people in homes as a source of food. You ain't, I mean, Hank is truly like this story made it to the New York Times. You understand <laughs> how big this bear is? Hank is out here. He's been out here breaking in the houses since July. Y'all respect. All winter. All winter. He's supposed to be asleep. My man out here doing out numbers. Here, yeah. Oh my gosh. Low key, this is how you break into homes. With a bear? You dress up as a 500-pound bear. Oh, yeah, but you need to be 500 pounds, and I bet you're not going to be as graceful <laughs> as Hank is here. And even Hank looks like, oh. Another house. I uh, know, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> These people eat terribly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, respects to Hank, yo. This is fire. I'm, I'm pro Hank stealing for as long as he wants. Okay. 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 So when you get up, when you walk up the stairs from where you're recording this podcast right now, keep thugging, and you see Hank in your kitchen cooking up, flipping eggs, (laughs) making waffles. You better (laughs) make sure he doesn't break that new stove of yours. (laughs) He's five hundred pounds. The average bear is one to three hundred pounds. He's five hundred pounds. This is beast. They they have a a picture of a dude with like a size eleven foot next to a footprint, and like two of his feet fit in the footprint of Hank the Tank. Look, I whenever I see a picture of what I guess is a a bear's hand, it yeah. looks so much like a human hand in a way, you know, or at least a paw that we're used to. But it's as if the the paw has teeth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like its nails are just like, oh no, those are those are razors. Those are. It's one of the scariest things, just the paw of a bear. So now imagine that just ripping all your, <laughs> ripping all your, your mixed oh greens and your yogurts and your. <laughs> Yo, that paw just knocking over a bowl of quinoa because it knows you've got chips somewhere. <laughs> Yo, I, I, this is a stupid question, <laughs> but like, because I worked in furniture, and like my first thought is like at Bob's, would like a bear invasion be covered by the goof warranty? Is that an act of God? Like, I don't know how that counts, right? Like, I would assume. Like it's 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 definitely not on purpose. It's gotta be accident. This is accident to me. This isn't this is an accident, but I don't know. Does act of God for insurance only mean weather related things, or does a bear? Because <laughs> we didn't make them. God made that. That ain't nothing but God. <laughs> At the very least, God made this one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he might have been mad that day, but this ain't regular. He made that one. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I uh I'm I'm legit. Y'all, if anybody working furniture, let me know. Like Raymond Flanagan heads, if y'all listening. <laughs> you know, would you take this sofa back? You know, if you heard this story. If someone said, Hey, if someone called up Haverty's and was like, Hey, <laughs> so I got this couch from you. And I know you said there's something of a guarantee, but here's the thing. Hank sat on Who's Hank? Oh, Hank's the 500-pound bear that's been breaking into everybody's houses and eating their food. Anyway, so Hank sat on my couch. And I feel like I'm going to need another couch, but I don't want to have to pay for that. 
Yo, that's covered, right? Under a service agreement. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, okay. Yeah, the, I, like there's. I, I assume like restoration hardware covers this. Like this is part. Like this is part of their thing. Like they, you pay like a thousand dollars for like a a tree stump, and they call it an end table. You know. <laughs> This is no, I don't think Restoration Hardware knows how to deal with Hank. No one knows how to deal with Hank. <laughs> we need to talk about Hank. What do you do with a problem like Hank? <laughs> I don't know. Yo, Loki, that sounded like a remix to We Don't Talk About Bruno. Oh, well, I was thinking we need to talk about Kevin, the movie. We need to talk about Hank. We don't oh, talk man. about Hank. <laughs> Yo, shouts to Hank. Keep thugging out there. Uh, <laughs> do what you do. I can't wait till the rapper you inspired comes out. You oh know my what I mean? god! Because there will be one, Hank the Tank. Oh. You know what I mean? There will be a rapper named Hank the Tank. There will definitely be Hank the Tank remixes. Uh, you know? Maybe I don't know. No one has named themselves after the two llamas that ran that captivated us for a couple of hours that got free from a petting zoo the and black only had a the black one and the white one well you know why because it happened on the same day as that dress picture what is it gold and white or is it blue and uh. black and everybody just turned i literally watched people just turn all of their attention to that dress and i was like <laughs> but the llamas like i'm in my office like the llamas <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, so uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if anyone's going to, um, like, call themselves Hank the Tank, but there's some child somewhere. Hell yeah. Who, like, this, at the very least, this is a future WWE wrestler. Hank the Tank, dressed yeah, fully probably, black. Yeah, probably so. You, I'm expecting, right. I'm waiting for it, you know what I mean? Hank the Tank, coming soon. But, I, oh, yo, uh-oh. I got it. This should be... A North Face Hank the Tank jacket. <laughs> like a special edition? The special edition North Face Hank the Tanks. Oh with like fur God. all over. On a North Face? On a North Face, because they always got it on the hoodie. You could put fur in more places now. Call it the Hank the Tank, Hank the Tank edition. I mean, the way he looks, he looks a lot like those Kanye jackets for the gap. Yeah. <laughs> so I you. guess if you paint him like bright blue, um Yo. maybe. Hank the tank, you just got a modeling job. Thanks a shot right there. You saw? Oh no. Well expanding your future, boy. Uh plus size. Big and tall. Hank. <laughs> we <laughs> only need, I'll see you at DXL. We, we yeah, okay? we only we only need you for big and tall, sweetie. <laughs> uh in other news, nearly 70% of the country will drop below freezing this week, Sha. That's right. For some, it'll be, it'll still feel 10 to 20 degrees above today, uh, maybe even tomorrow. But cold air will take over. About 70% of the U.S. population will feel degrees below freezing by the end of the week. Uh, so, And this is a week of the podcast airing. Uh, this will create hazards where some people will experience snow measured with yardsticks, while some could see blizzard conditions. So cold, it will deliver frostbite in minutes. Oh, boy. It's going down, Sha. Well, huh, great. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I mean, oh, man. in a way, it's like, well, it is still February. You know what I mean? Like, spring doesn't come till late March, technically. 
So sure. But it is rough because um, like I think today in Atlanta, it's going to get to 70 degrees. Right. And I know it's this it's South, but that feels like a little excessive. No, no, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that feels like a bit much. That's um, not us. So that's kind of what's like surprising about this, because like if you look at it, it's a lot of like the Northeast ain't really the part that they're that's going to get banged like that. Right? Yeah, it's, it's everywhere like, else. Yeah. So we dodging in New York, DC, places where we expect like snow and all that. We chilling. Yeah, yeah, we're still kind of like, yeah, this is what's supposed to happen. But yeah, yeah I don't know, because it really will be like whiplash. I think just like, whoa, what? Um, <laughs> just uh, a storm will roll through and then uh, it'll be so much colder. Uh, be careful, everyone out there. Um, but also, um, I don't know, recycle? What are we supposed to do to get this to stop <laughs> being so wild? <laughs> <laughs> I forget what we're supposed to do for climate change to get this I, to stop being so wild. I don't know either. I just like reporting uh, news that shows me a map of the country because I always forget where Utah is. And where is Utah? It's, it's next to Nevada, but that's only because I'm looking at the map right now. I always <laughs> assume it's further north. Really? Than what it is. Yeah, I always think it's like, like if you would, if I was to take a blind test, mm -hmm. not like right now, like give me like a week, I would assume it's where Washington or Oregon is. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, like I, that's funny. Yeah. Cause I like, cause my thinking is like, nobody wants to play for the jazz. Right. So I got to figure that it's like the furthest away from cool shit. Right. So I mm -hmm. feel like that makes sense. It goes all the way over there. Like I'm blown away that like Utah is neat, is that close to Vegas and Denver and Cali. Like there's like cool shit right near you, but nobody fucks with like, you know, Salt Lake City like that. You don't hear about y'all. Salt Lake is popping. Well, it's not. You know well, I mean? I mean, it is probably very quietly pop, extremely popping because okay. um, of the Mormons. Right. Yeah. So everybody there is, or we say everybody there is Mormon, but big population, kind of the headquarters. Um, right, right. And so, you know, not all the kids who are raised Mormon are going to stay Mormon. Okay. So they're going to have to have a very, uh, they're going to have a thriving underbelly. <laughs> and that's where shit is popping. <laughs> Yo, know? if you if you part of the Mormon underbelly, hit me up. <laughs> I I, mean, I'm trying to infiltrate a new underbelly. I like that idea. I want to be down with the Mormon underbelly. I don't. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think you do. It's. It's. I mean, Mormons are pretty racist. Have you seen uh, like really racist? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna change all that. Okay, I'm gonna introduce y'all to Malta. No, okay? here's the Fuck thing. Are the you all right? So Mormons, what's their college? Is that B, uh, yeah, BYU. BYU bring okay. So lately on Twitter, uh, some people have been posting something from a dude's TikTok who I guess he's a black student at um, at BYU, and he goes around. He's asking other black students why they picked BYU, or um, what their experience has been about uh, you know going there or whatever. And they all are like, "Why did you go?" And a lot of them are just like. Uh, well, uh, you know, because it's because it's cheap, and some of them are like, you know, I, I knew about what it was like, but I didn't think the white people would be this bad. 
Um, there's one girl that he's asked in a couple of clips and she just goes, and then she runs away, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> multiple times. So like, it's a thing, but then, uh, when I, when reading, reading some threads about that, uh, they go out and recruit because for okay. athletics, right? So they go out and they, they try to get black folks to come in, but Mormons really, um, uh, like religiously they have a lot of pull in the um like the pacific island uh places Mm, so that's actually the number so when you're thinking of like who gets preferential treatment at the college white people absolutely because they're like 90 something percent of the place or whatever um and then next would be the pacific islanders who families were converted by missionaries Okay. And then um, uh, anyone else, (laughs) and then the black people, everybody else, and then black people are, of course, the bottom of the totem pole. So it's like, well, we want you for sports and and all this stuff, and they pay, they'll they'll cover a a lot of tuition. It's not that expensive, but what you're stepping into, you know, and it's not even like a situation where you're like, all right, they're being mean to all of the people of color. No, they're not. Because they're fine with the Pacific Islanders. They're just, they just don't like you. So, <laughs> so it's wild. Um, but that said, there are a lot of black Mormons. Okay. I don't want to erase you guys because you're out there. I don't know if you're listening. Um, if you are, I'm sure you will let me know how wrong I am. But, um, but yes, like th- that is still you know, that is something that's happening, but, uh, like a lot of things in America, you know, short end of the stick, wah, wah, wah. But I think though that there is, because anytime you have something that's so oppressive in that way, right. The under, like the underground scene is going to be nuts because of what they're rebelling against. Listen, I'm here for y'all. Okay. I'm going (laughs) to change the game. Okay. I, I learned all that from the 90s or 2000s movie uh, SLC Punk with uh, <laughs> Matthew Lillard or whatever his name was. The guy who played Scooby or, or not Scooby, Shaggy in the Scooby-Doo movies. He, he, was, was, he, was, he was Mormon? No, but he was in a movie playing a punk who I guess was former uh, Mormon in Salt Lake City. By the way, fun fact, I just looked up uh, the cities with the highest black population in Utah. And what you Salt got? Lake City is number seven mm-hmm. in the top, in the top ten cities, and that city has a population percentage. Uh, so uh, per- the percentage of the population that's African American in Salt Lake City, two point four one percent. Oh shit! That's top seven. Mm. The top city is uh, South Salt Lake, which is six point nine. Why do black people always live in the part of town that's south something? We always in the south and the west. We try to get some sun, okay? Uh-huh. That's <laughs> it's it. Utah. It's nothing but. <laughs> it's all sun. Maximize our beach. Oh, hey, no. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Landlocked. But, <laughs> and of course, never heard of that city because who is checking for black people in Utah? I know you're out there. I know you are. We see you. Oh, yeah. In the case of South Salt Lake, we see all 1,726 of you. 
Like, what? Literally, we can spot much? all of y'all. So, 1,726 people out of 25,000. Uh, I actually think I know all the black people in all of Utah at this point. Um, Salt Lake City has a population of almost 200,000. They still don't crack 5Gs in total black folk. Wow. <laughs> Yo, and 12 of them play for the Jazz. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> Yo, this is awesome. Yo, shots to Utah, man. You know, like normally I would say never change. Change, but you do a little Man, y'all are deaf doing it at your own pace. Respect. Okay. Oh, my gosh. How did we get here? Winter storms? (laughs) Also, be careful out there, I guess, when it gets cold. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, man. In other news, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Slack welcomes back its users after a work outage earlier today. Uh, Slack went down uh, for many users on Tuesday morning, throwing off companies that rely on the popular workplace communication platform just as workers returned from their extended holiday weekend. Um, They were were investigating the issues where Slack is not loading for some users, said the company um, on its status page at 930 in the morning. Um, Slack. As uh, some people uh, uh, started saying on Twitter, uh, slack is down, which means work is canceled. <laughs> uh, the outage was track on a uh, uh, tracking website down detector, mm. uh, showed the problems on slack spiking at around 9.30 a.m. Eastern um, before tapering off slightly uh, at around 11.30 a.m. Um, but some people were reporting uh, the issues didn't get resolved until around 2.30 p.m. Mm. So most of them got an extended weekend, Sha. I mean, who is doing it? You know how you know how we do on President's Day. We really ain't a hundred percent until Thursday. You know how we do on President's Day. Oh yeah, it's an important day. You know yeah, what I mean? absolutely. <laughs> um, I don't use Slack. No, I, no, we don't. The way my office is set up, we it there aren't enough people to warrant. Mm. We're it's. It's, we're like 20 people probably total in my office. Right, and, right. Yeah, uh, it's right around the tipping point. Yeah. yeah, and so it's enough where, I mean, if we, back in the days when we were in the office, if someone needed you, they just walk, you know, the three feet over to your <laughs> office and go, hey, do you want to blah, blah, blah. There was no, I don't think there was any need to type anything out. Or we, honestly, we just didn't talk to each other. If I'm being honest, <laughs> no one really talked to each other. So we, who needs Slack? And then, you know. Low-key shot, it sounds like they have Slack. You don't use Slack. No, I don't think they do because we have, like, other things. <laughs> and I don't think anyone uses those things. But I, but the thing is, my position, no one needs to talk to me unless they need, unless something's broken or <laughs> they're out of something. Okay, okay. So usually it's someone who will rush up to me and they're like, we don't have any more. And I'm like, we don't. And then I get up and then I find it and they're like, oh, so <laughs> if I, that's Whoa. a, that's a, that's basically my job is to make uh, the employees go, oh, all right, great. So um, <laughs> I can't do that over Slack. There you go. I got to be there me. in person. So. I, Slack, I look into adding that functionality, okay? <laughs> Step your game up, B. Also, I'm so tired of coming up with passwords. How about that? <laughs> yeah, my systems are crumbling. I, I don't know what else to do anymore. Yeah. I, I, I've run out of passwords. I'm done. No yeah. No more. I went through a phase where I was 
uh, some of my passwords were like my favorite delis. Okay, like mm-hmm. I was getting desperate. I would just take a business card, and that was my password. Whatever the deli's name was, right? It's rough. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what else to do. Yeah, you know how hard it is to find delis with business cards. I mean, that alone was a challenge. <laughs> also, aren't all the delis just called Delhi or um, <laughs> whatever the street name is, Delhi? Um, NYC Deli. Yeah, like they're Big all... Apple Deli. <laughs> so how do you? <laughs> My personal favorite number one deli. Well, that's you know actually I mean? going to work for you because in passwords you need to have a number, a, a capital, with it. You got the a lowercase, and the a special, yeah, a special character. So that's y'all, probably the only one that'll work. <laughs> there you go putting that out there for y'all to use, users. You know, <laughs> you're struggling. There you go. Just find a local business you like. That's your password. Oh man. <laughs> um, oh yeah, here. Uh, sisters have sons who are brothers and cousins. That's right. Two sisters are baffling the internet after revealing they have two. They have sons who are not only cousins but also brothers. That's right. Brittany and Brianna Sailors are twin sisters who just so happen to be married to twin brothers, Josh and Jeremy. After they got uh, married in 2018, the couples are. Uh, also, I've gone on to have uh, kids, both of them sons, uh, Jet in the case of one couple, Jax in the case of the other, both born in 2021. Um, because of this, uh, the boys are known as quaternary twins. Quaternary? Um, quaternary I twins? I don't know what that is. I don't know how to pronounce see. that word. Uh, um, quaternary twins. And the reason for that is because uh, even though they are cousins in terms of like the way we define it, mm-hmm. genetically, their DNA would look like their siblings. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes them uh, siblings as well as cousins. Yeah, let's really unpack what's going on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two sets of twins married yep. each other. Yeah. I mean, we could stop there. I believe we. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> I believe we we've discussed how weird twins are, right? We love you, twins, but <laughs> you're a little weird, yeah, right? It's a little much for me. It's a little much, and so then to marry another set of twins is just like lazy. It feels lazy. <laughs> you never wanted to branch out and and chart your own path you're just good in being in the twin universe abby like that's no that's wild that to me it that's a little wild and actually uh at my high school the football coach the head football coach was um was an identical twin okay his brother was the head football coach at a rival high school and they married a set of twins. And that shit was creepy then. In the mid-80s. And it is creepy now. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit ain't cute to me. Yeah, it's just off. I don't yeah. know. Because, like, it feels like you're still applying little kid rules to big life. Yes. You know? Like, when you were a little kid, the only qualification to being friends is that you're also a kid i get that that makes sense you don't get to make other decisions so you just hang out with other people going through your experience 
they're all the people under four feet. I get right. that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. As you grow up, you get older, you realize how little height matters in the human experience. We have other things we bond over, you know, jobs, interests, you know, so that that changes. So I understand, like, if, like, eight-year-old twin you was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we played with another set of eight-year-old twins? Mm -hmm. I get that. I'm even with you with, like, junior high school you saying, wouldn't it be cool if we dated another set of twins? Mm -hmm. With you so far. But, like, once you're, like, an adult, there's no way that you both have the same interests and you're into two people who also... It's it's too, it's too many levels. Yeah. That just, there would be, like, holes in that. Yeah, it feels super... Um, like, I believe lazy? one of these couples is no. happy. What? I think one of these couples is happy. The other one is like, I hate you, you know? <laughs> but I want... I mean, like... I, just I can't imagine. Look, it's hard enough being a single person out here, just trying to find someone, right? <laughs> to then know, I mean, that's a decision. Yeah. Like how how do you know what if you don't like that other twin? You know what I mean? What if you're just like, yeah, girl, I know you're trying to do a thing, but I'm not going to be able to do it with this one. Like, I I think I got the bum twin or whatever. Like, how do you, that's, yeah. So now you're fucking up their whole thing. It's, it's just, a, a, it's, um it's, I don't understand it. <laughs> Maybe I'm too independent, but I'm not, that's not. I don't I don't get how that works. Like what do you talk about? Just being twins? That's too much. Yeah. No. My- I I I it, as hard as it is out out here to just meet people that you vibe with, how do you just decide, eh, let's just go find another set of twins? <laughs> let's just see if we can just bring this all down to one little one magical person. Let's see if we can just <laughs> pair up enough that we narrow it down to one magical strand of DNA. Yeah, this is weird. This is Jet, weird. Jet was born in January mm-hmm. and Jax was born in April. So, like, if you're Jax, you know you were born, you were made under pressure. Yes. How about that? You, you That's know what I'm three saying? months. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, they made the announcement like, yo, you better get pregnant. Yeah, so come on. You thing. know what? You knew the plan. Yeah. <laughs> yo. <laughs> Poor Jax B. Yeah. Oh my God. I hope those kids. I mean, it's good that they're cousins anyway or whatever, but I hope they fucking strike out and become <laughs> like completely different things but fabulous versions of both of them and none of it has anything to do with marrying a oh boy yikes this is, this is rough man. i mean i guess they're already lucky because they're not technically twins or i mean they are genetically yeah twins but like, they don't I almost have to be feel like this is worse stuff. yeah <laughs> yeah because they're gonna dress them alike anyway three months yeah. difference they're gonna dress them alike and they gotta tell this whole story and they probably are just going to let them think that they're twins. And like in school, it's still going to look like twins because they still got the same parents. So same last names, same last name, everything. Yo, like they, they can't, Yo, they y'all can't. don't fuck those kids up. Yeah, B. Uh, you ruining these two boys. They never even stood a chance. Poor kids. 
<laughs> Y'all taking this, it takes a village thing too far. Too far. Okay. <laughs> it's got to be a bigger village. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> One step back. Come on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good luck out there. I'm rooting for y'all kids. <laughs> I love after we spend seven minutes dragging a whole family. You just go, good luck out there. <laughs> Because I want them to win, shot in my heart of hearts. I really do. But uh, man, like, yo, it's just you, it's, it's that, that was the epitome of like, I'm looking at a car crash. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't turn away. Like, I want updates every six months, but I really, really want to be wrong. But I don't, I don't see how, yeah, how I don't, people don't end up like villains. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, man. Good luck. <laughs> man. Like that, I, I really feel in my heart of hearts that one of those two kids grows up to be the guy that like tried to buy the Wu Tang album. Yes, know? he That's has what, he has uh, inbred eyes. Yes, yeah, he gives yeah. me that vibe, yo. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> he should have been a twin. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> he should have been a twin. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Uh, Someone who won't be having twins. Let's see. Olympic skier. Remy Lindholm suffers frozen penis at the Beijing game, Shy. That's right. Gastor, that was masterful. I appreciate it. That was masterful. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing what he can, okay? I mean, he doesn't want to continue that mess. Phyllis skier, Remy Lindholm spent over an hour navigating the men's Olympic 50-kilometer race at the Beijing Olympic Games on Sunday, and it resulted in a sensitive appendage needing later to be thawed out. That's right. As reported, the organizers for the race initially delayed the start time of the race by an hour and shortened the course from 50 kilometers to 30 kilometers out of fear of frostbite as a bitter cold front moved in on Sunday. Despite these precautions, Lindholm still suffered a frozen penis by the end of the race, which was actually the second time this had happened to him. Okay, so now this is a kink. (laughs) (laughs) First time's an accident. Second time, it's a kink. Seriously, B. Just double layer. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I don't know if you can. Yeah, I. I, mm. You put it in the sock. No? Well, those uniforms. I feel like any protective layer you put on, it's going to be seen. And I, I assume that there's some sort of built-in precaution. Like this shouldn't, this shouldn't be the first time anyone's dealing with it. And hell, it's not even his first time dealing with it. (laughs) So it seems like he should have figured out a way to fix that. But maybe that's how bitter the cold front is, man. Climate change is fucking with us in ways we did not expect. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did not have my money on frozen penis at the Beijing Olympics. <laughs> oh man, DraftKings, where was this? Yeah. Okay. Now I, I want to bet. Hell yeah. Okay. Whose penis is freezing off first? That's what I want to bet on. Yeah, now okay? now we're getting somewhere. Okay. Now na- next time I'm gonna pay attention. <laughs> Oh man, he's uh he said when the body parts started to warm up after the finish, the pain was unbearable. No shit. Uh yeah, I uh Haynes, you know, Fruit of the Looms. There's opportunities here for y'all. Create a new product, you know. Clearly Ooh, there's a need. Okay. All right. You know? I see you with the branding. Okay. Yeah, you know, there's there's a chance here for y'all to do some work, make some dollars. 
You know, Diddy, you just bought just uh bought bought, bought your clothing back, right? You got Sean John. You know, maybe you could take the lead on this. No, Make some Sean John warm penis underwear. No, because um, he's going to make it in sizes that don't actively fit the penises. <laughs> so they're still going to freeze with a bunch of excess fabric. Yeah. Because, and then he'll say, well, I was basing it on my penis, to which I say, no, American people, well, American dudes lie the most about penis size. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw the chart. Did you see that chart? No. Of penis sizes. They like. Had a, it was um it was a bar graph, but the bars were little penises that went up to the line as to what the average length of them were. Okay. Yeah, America. I don't know what y'all think six inches is, but they but fibbing. it is not what you've been saying. <laughs> so, I mean, I know I know no one has an idea of penis size after the the Nelly video. <laughs> like that whole situation like blew my mind you know because he's very proud of his member uh-huh he shared it publicly right um everyone criticized his member uh-huh every part of me i think every woman criticizes his member and i think a lot of guys uh were like half like pretending mm-hmm. that that was a problem and half like oh i i i'm that <laughs> You know, <laughs> y'all got to stop lying. It's it. Just admit your lane. Yeah, you know what I mean. I and I and I feel like I figured it out. I I, mm-hmm. I think I nailed. I, I understand the issue that women had with his penis. By the way, what was that? I feel like it wasn't that it was small. Mm-hmm. Is that he has big penis energy? Like oh, he projects yeah. big penis. You know what? Here's where I got to say he or attempts to he doesn't actually move with big dick energy. He okay. moves with bravado. Yeah, like but not the true energy in the way that like I mean my understanding is that uh a uh, famed comedian uh uh Pete Davidson has a large penis. Right. And his swagger is big dick energy, but it's not the bravado. Right. Because he's are he's already like, yeah, nah, I got it. You know? Right, right. And so to me, big dick energy is just like it's a lot quieter, but big uh like proposed <laughs> a big dick proposed <laughs> proposed large dick bravado is a lot bigger. Right. Right. And so I guess I think Nelly probably was doing more of that, which is actually probably what what we're experiencing more often than not. Yeah. Um, and I, I do think that is the key to his success. I think that's a big part of it. Like he he believed in himself that much. Yeah, I mean, that's the key to a lot of people's success, a lot of dudes anyway. Yeah, Um, I remember starting out in comedy and this guy who I think he honestly was just one of those locals who's just done it a long time but never actually gone anywhere but always had tips for people. Um, (laughs) 
he would tell the young men, he's like, what you got to do, what you got to do is you got to go out there like with your, with your dick forward, you know, go out there with your pelvis forward and just lead from the, go on stage and lead from your dick. And that's not like the first time I've heard that kind of um, advice. It is not helpful for me, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's a lot of, you know, like, yeah, put all the energy in your dick and then lead with it stand and with it like front and center. And then, you know, everyone will listen to you because you've got that confidence. And I mean, however you want to get your confidence is, I guess your business or whatever, but um, yeah, I, I just, I, I think that is, uh, I think that's what's going on with Nelly's that it's not necessarily big dick energy. It's big dick bravado. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I was thinking about this fellow with the frozen penis and then I have this theory and I'm so sorry, everyone, but um, all right. Grower V shower. Yes. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, grower means that when the, when the blood goes in there and rushes up, it, it grows a, a bit, quite a bit. Right. And the shower means that when you look at it and they're not um like uh turned on or whatever, um, it's still like size of like you can still see it. Right. Right. Um, because it's always like in a state of like barely baby semi hard. Like there's always a lot of blood in there. Okay. And so I think what we've got here is a grower because okay. he had like no blood in there to keep it warm. Oh, so that's uh that might be an issue as well. I don't go. think, I don't know if you can change your status from grower to shower. I feel like that's a nature versus nurture conversation. That <laughs> we're not equipped for. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Stuff to learn out here, people. We out here teaching y'all. <laughs> oh, this is please we are definitely a major source of misinformation here. This That's is, is oh a, boy. Well, this a is sex science. positive medical <laughs> podcast. You ain't know. This is science on the fly. Do not take any of this to any <laughs> professional. All right. So that a couple things. One, mm-hmm. I've gotten the same shitty advice. You know, yeah. I, and yeah, I, I the, feel like there's one in every city. Like I feel yeah. like they're everywhere. Dudes are always telling other dudes to lead with their dick. I still, I remember tell, like in my head, like I was like, that's not my strong point. I don't know why I'm <laughs> leading. Like, that's just weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not like, you know, I, I'm not putting them down, but that's not like, yo, brag about your best asset. That's not it. So why am I leading with that? It's just weird energy. Yeah. Okay. Um, And in terms of this dude, so like, would it have been like effective for him to get hard before the race? I wonder. Right? At least semi hard? Yeah. Get a little chub. I mean, don't you have there. to do I mean, you're already trying to get warm. I mean, like you're trying to get the blood circulate like I don't know. Is that how you fix frostbite? Is I don't a circulation know. thing? I mean, as Maybe. well as a, anyway, perhaps. The uh any uh growers on the show who go skiing <laughs> uh, if you have uh, any input, let me know, you know? I Yes, absolutely. I would love for you to slide into our DMs with, hey, I'm a grower. And <laughs> send uh, send anonymous emails. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Please don't. don't. Do that. I'll never don't see do it. 
I'll never see. If you put in the subject line, I'm a grower, you are automatically in the trash bin. Please yeah. know that from My me. My spam filter game is crazy. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not taking your word for it, but I'm also not checking myself. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, uh, I think that's a, I think that's a good plan. I like that idea. I think uh, <laughs> I think that works. You should because like it, it lines up with like the with the football shit where like uh, football players were saying they were taking uh, Viagra before games because it helped with blood circulation. Yeah, like yeah. low key. Like I, th- I think you wanted some here, Sha. Well, uh, I'm sad that I know that much about penises. <laughs> There you go. Listen, I got one, and I still learned something from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. Look at that. One more. Uh, in other news, we have uh, the hardest working cities in America mm-hmm. was reported. Uh, and where does New York rank since we're here? Uh, it may come as a shock to New Yorkers, but the Big Apple has been deemed one of the least hardworking cities in the country, Sha. Oh, wow. That's a surprising fact. (laughs) Uh, The 2022 hardest working cities in America list uh, came out with New York ranking 94th out of 116 cities, placing it in the bottom 20 percent of the study. Uh, For the purposes of the study, though, uh, first place represents uh, the hardest working city, while 116 represents last. Um, Many Americans view hard work as the path to achieve the American dream. Um, we work so hard, in fact, that we put in more hours at our jobs than several other in- industrialized countries. Some U.S. cities represent strong work ethic that helped build the world's biggest economy uh, better than others. What uh, is that- this? <laughs> what are you? What is this ridiculous? Anyway, you keep reading. You keep reading. <laughs> Uh, each metric was evaluated on a hundred point scale. Uh, some of the, uh, key indicators to see here where we at, uh, uh, boom, we worked, uh, got that, uh, but not, okay. Uh, impl- uh, some of the factors that they counted were, uh, there were a list of factors broken into direct work factors and indirect work factors, direct work factors included, but were not limited to employment rate average work week hours, uh, and share of workers with unused vacation time. Indirect work factors included, but were not limited to average commute time, share of workers with multiple jobs, and annual volunteer hours per resident. Uh, New York City was found to have the longest average commute time of any city included in the study at 41 and a half minutes, nearly triple the average commute time of the shortest uh, average commute time, which was 14.3 minutes in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Uh, despite the lengthy commute time, though, New York City scored low across many other major categories, resulting in the overall score of just 50.07, landing the Big Apple in 94th. Uh, for curiosity's sake, the 10 large, uh, hardest working cities in the U.S., according to the study, number one, uh, Anchorage, uh, Arkansas. Alaska. Alaska, Alaska. Okay. Yeah. I don't know my 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 joints. No, like it's that. a tricky one. Arkansas, I think, is an A R. Yeah. Okay. Uh Washington, DC, number two, Virginia Beach, VA, number three, San Francisco, four, Irving, Texas, five, Cheyenne made it in six, Norfolk, VA seven, Austin, Texas, eight, Plano, Texas, nine, 
Dallas, Texas 10 with a low trifecta to end it for them in the top 10. Go ahead, Texas. The 10 least hardworking oh, cities. No, I pray for you, Texas. Go ahead. <laughs> what What are the least ones? Yeah. Uh, the least, uh, the 10th is uh, Toledo, Ohio. Ninth, Fresno, California. Eighth, San Bernardino, California. Seventh, Cleveland, Ohio. Sixth, Providence, Rhode Island. Fifth, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Fourth, Buffalo, New York. Third, Newark, New Jersey. Second, Burlington. And uh, first is Detroit, Michigan. Okay, so um, this is the most propaganda propaganda I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Like, this is wild. That is just like, these are hardworking cities. You know how we know? Because they never take vacation time. Word up. <laughs> and they work hard. And our, we have a strong work ethic that we put in more hours at our job than several other industrialized countries. So we're working harder than the other places. And we've got this strong work ethic. And um, uh, can these people pay for their shit? You know, there's a reason that people are working two to three jobs, and it's not because they want to. Word up. You know, that's not because they have a hella work ethic, and if they stop, they if they stop moving, they die. We're not sharks. <laughs> also, so, when you come to New York and you work your forty hour job, mm -hmm. you don't do that because you love the job. You do that because you love another thing. You know what I mean? Like, right. you ain't tracking the hours I'm writing jokes after work. So, like, I feel like we getting jerked in this metric because, like, we got other aspirations. That Well, I, I mean, I guess so. But I also think that of the places that I've worked, um, if I compare Atlanta to here, um, New York definitely has a much stronger sense of like, oh, that's not my pay grade. I only do what I am paid to do, what I am expected to do. I don't do any more. Right, right. I get and, that. And and that is like a, you know, that is that's I in the places I've worked, that's just been the case. Like, nope, I don't do any more than that. So, you know, I don't know what it means that I'm like, oh, I'm trying to do above and beyond. And everyone around me is like, nope, I just do exactly what it is. And I'm like, well, how does it get done? I guess it doesn't. <laughs> and we just live with it. But I don't do more than I'm supposed to do. So that is funny to me. And uh, maybe I should just take that to therapy. When I, uh, but whatever. <laughs> but um, But it's just wild and then the you know like the commute i just the whole thing of like we the uh, many americans view hard work as the path to achieving the american dream we work so hard we put in more hours at the job the work ethic that helped us build the world's biggest economy better than the others is it is it <laughs> yo real talk i like at the bottom of the article uh -huh. i was expecting to see like sign donald trump like all and <laughs> I know, and also with the ten least hardest working cities makes it sound like those people just are deciding ah, I don't feel like going to work. You think that's what's happening in Buffalo, my dude? Word. You think in Buffalo they're like I don't feel like going. I'm I'm not a hard worker, or are there no jobs? Yeah. You Is counted the 16 hours my man shoveled snow that week? You mean, you, mean to, you mean to tell me in Detroit, no one wants to work hard in Detroit? Come on, or man. maybe there's nothing for them to do in Detroit. Maybe they're, we are out of jobs in Detroit. Like, this is wild. 
what a what a wild piece of fiction you have found here. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Staten Island Live. Okay. <laughs> oh, I should have known. <laughs> uh, that's for the site. Staten Island. Give me a break. <laughs> if you would like to support the hardest working podcast in this apartment, that's right. We are top one podcast in my basement. All you got to do is like and subscribe to the show, baby. <laughs> That's saying something because he's a hustler. So. I'm out here, baby, you know? Yeah. Producing three podcasts out of here somehow. You know, my lo- my daughter got a podcast. My brother got a podcast. I got a podcast. It's the only one winning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> If you're an app or a Spotify listener, we appreciate all your ratings. Uh, please rate the podcast. It genuinely helps. Four stars means you believe this nonsense. You don't think we top one. <laughs> I mean, I okay. believe that. <laughs> there are too many people on trust funds to be working hard in this city. <laughs> this city is built, built for people who aren't working hard. They just happen to be rich. <laughs> That's it. I've said enough. Five stars. You know the truth. Gaston Shalewa taking over the game. Working super hard. I guess we're doing that. Admittedly, not super hard. We work kind of hard. We work kind of hard. We work kind of hard. Okay. A little hard. A little hard. Like, not bottom 20, not top 20% either. But we in there. We working. (laughs) Respectable work. Okay? If you got any articles you'd like us to cover, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo or at Gastramonte. With all that said, my name is Gastramonte. Always with the homie Chalet with Sharp carrying podcasts on our backs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One stream at a time. Okay. <laughs> it's been another episode of the War Report. Catch y'all next time. Peace. Catch y'all next week. Peace.